Stirring the Pot with Drip Kitchen. But like, we gotta check each other. Are we not even allowed to do it for the podcast? Not as our character? <laughs> what do you mean? Just in general. Our character for the podcast. We have a character? Yeah. Like, you're the mean one. Taylor's the nice one. Mm-hmm. And I'm the one that gets in trouble. It's very misleading, though. Just kidding. Because <laughs> Taylor's definitely the meanest one. Just nobody knows it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the nicest one. Taylor's just silent (laughs) I'm just sitting here eating my nuggets I'll I'll give you this one We'll say you're the nicest Alright, who out of all three of us Do you think is actually the meanest? Like deep down Be honest Be honest (laughs) Um (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to think of like situations um Mm all right i'll say it's me i would probably say me i'd go with you yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) i call it selective only because we talked about that today (laughs) you're like Mm -hmm. with your co-worker or whatever like you're like you don't know you're not gonna be (laughs) Yeah, because at work, you got to put forward, like, this bullshit, you know? You got to be co-workers. So I will co-work with you, but if you're going to be a bitch, I'm going to think some real mean things. That's big of me, because I don't say them out loud. And some of those people do. What else happened at work today? I know uh, you want to chat about something. Oh, the pooping thing. Mm, I did talk to you guys earlier and was like, don't let me forget. So, first time pooping at this place, right? I'm like, there's nobody there, right? So, I'm like, what am I worried about? Like, who cares? People definitely shit here. So, I go into the bathroom. You're kind of just warming up, you know? Just kind of, like, letting your body like be like, oh, it's home. It's home. You know? Somebody else comes in, okay? And you know what? If somebody comes in and they, like, get the vibe, and then they're like, all right, I better pee. It's like, I'm going to go pee. And, like, leave. No, they stayed and also pooped. I'm like, no, I am not staying and dual pooping with somebody I don't know. Had your poop already begun? No, I was still warming up. It takes me a minute, you know? I mean, but it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. I was in there. I was clearly not peeing anymore. I was very (laughs) much in a stall. And so I fucking got mad because I find that disrespectful. It's like, we're not doing this together. That's very uncomfortable. It's very intimate. And I went upstairs to the nicer bathrooms where it's almost like you shut the stall door and it's like your private bathroom because it's like from top to bottom sealed. It's like luxury. So what happens if you went to the bathroom and someone else is already in there pooping, but you really had to go? You wouldn't go. go to another bathroom. What if there wasn't? I would hold it. That's fucking rude. <laughs> That's rude. Let them have their moment, dude. I'm not going to sit there. No, because then it's weird. It's like weirdly bonding. It's like if you poop with somebody. What if you were you afraid? Well, what if you were afraid you were going to shit your pants? 
I mean, she didn't. It didn't sound like an emergency on her end. <laughs> she had to work emergency too. boots. She she had time, dude. I thought there was only like one other person that's no, even in the was, damn building. She was killing company time just like me, dude. Okay, she didn't I, need to be there. Can I just say, like, we don't have a lot of women, obviously, at our work, but tell me why every time I have to go pee, that bathroom is occupied. There's literally like five women total in the shop, and I swear every time I go to pee, I'm like, oh, gotta walk back around the building here. It's probably me. (laughs) I have been told from people who work in primarily like men dominated workplaces that if they do have a ladies room, most dudes use the ladies room to take a shit and then use the dudes room just to fucking piss. I would be pissed if they did that. I don't think they do because that bathroom always smells like really good. I don't think any of us poop in it. Like <laughs> there's what five mm-hmm. of us, five females. Yeah. So I pretty much have only shit there on my first day. Cause I had the like nervous tummy, uh-huh. um, but it's yeah. a pleasure. The thing, nothing like even the toilet paper doesn't go down in the first try. Dude, and if you poop, it's like a quadruple flusher, and it's like right by the offices, and that's embarrassing. You don't want to hear someone have you flush four times. You hold it down, right? Until it all goes down? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Make sure. (laughs) So, Alexis, you were in a public bathroom, and you were trying to poop, and someone came in. Is that rude? First of all, I would not be pooping in a public restroom, because I I don't do that. Um, if I had to, I would be absolutely furious if someone came in while I was trying to poop. That's your moment, dude. I feel like at that point in the time, you've claimed the bathroom. It's like, dude, I already initiated shitting. And then at that point, like, if you're already going, you gotta just flush, pretend that Uh you're just, like, finishing up, you know? Thank you. Well, hold on, Dude, honestly, in public bathrooms, excuse me, I'm eating, like, a fucking mouthful of nuggets, but... (laughs) But, oh, where was I going with that? Fuck. I thought about my nuggets for too long. I don't know. I, I, I myself, especially on like the road trips, have had to use a lot of rest stops, and there's always been other people in there, and I've had to poop. No, so rest like, stops. This is a workplace. We have to see each other. <laughs> we were talking strictly workplaces. Well, it's different. If it's a rest stop, fuck all. I'll poop on a stall wall, dude. <laughs> Like, I don't give a fuck, but, but you're not fucking, nobody's going ass to seat on a fucking truck stop bathroom. At our work, personally, I just wouldn't want to poop in there because it's like literally right next to everybody. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if there's a fan. <laughs> I don't know. It's a tiny bathroom. There is the, the poopery, though. There is, yeah. Be, that that room ain't meant for pooping. I'm sorry. Is it not well ventilated? I just don't... I think they didn't think that, like, women poop. I think that, mm-hmm. like, wasn't a thought when they It's very that. common. It's a very common thought. Where would all our nuggets go? <laughs> um... I had a second thing to bring up besides pooping, though. Right. So, I was scrolling on Facebook, and I saw this thing that said, would you sell your pet for $250,000? 
What would you guys do? No. No, I don't think so. Me either. I thought it was crazy because some people are like, oh my god, yeah. And I was like, I I'll tell you I- why. I'll tell you why I wouldn't sell Charlie for any amount of money because when we got the house, Charlie came with the house and like, I feel like that's the reason we even got the house. So if I got $250,000 pay off the house, we lose the heart of the home. What about $5 million? No, I'm not going to give up my cat. No, I know. No offense. Fuck off. What's money? What psychopath wants any of our pets for that much money? What are you going to do with my pet? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Not only that. Five million dollars, I couldn't give up, Charlie, for no amount of money. You could tell me two billion. You could tell me. Imagine, imagine someone walking away with him. Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars wouldn't feel that good. No, even five million wouldn't feel good. Who's gonna give it to me? Bill Gates? Is Bill yeah. Gates trying to steal my cat? Something Gates home with my cat. I don't want to fucking chip and plant it in my cat. <laughs> <laughs> you know how you called me out for eating shepherd's pie yeah because it's fucking delicious there's nothing wrong with getting called out for something good I was just thinking I'm like I think I, oh, I think your meal is chicken nuggets yeah that's fair they're easy they're delicious <laughs> <laughs> they're not good for you but I've decided that this isn't the week to do my goals maybe Next week, I'm going to tackle this one, I think. Until then, um, what other goals have I succeeded in? None right now, but I'm going to check them off. You just wait. (laughs) You have a job? You're working? You're making good money? Working is never a dream. (laughs) No, you're going to catch up on your bills and I'll be good. Oh, I think we got Lauren. Possible. Yellow. I like that sign behind you. The life is simple. That's, that's oh. really nice. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> I I I know life isn't simple, but it's nice to say that and make it feel like it is. Hell yeah! So how are you? I've been. It it's been a roller coaster <laughs> with. Uh, health issues happening and life and but it's hopefully trending in the right direction now (laughs) are you um already like into drift season and driving and stuff um kind of sort of uh i haven't driven this year yet but Stu has driven my car um and became internet famous with it. <laughs> I was going to say, I saw that video. That was really sick. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know if I would have done the same thing. So I'm glad you did it, I guess. <laughs> Wait, I, I missed it. What happened? So he uh, he borrowed my car for the 10K at Riverside. And um, I don't know... <laughs> It's a different car for him, so he's not, you know, so used to the process of things as I am with my car, because it's my car. So he forgot to 
at some point put the hood pins in. And so he went to go take off at the line and the hood just came up and just smacked the top of the, the roof and like, you know, came down and then, you know, the other driver was like, uh, are you going to keep going? And then, you know, Stu was like, screw it. Uh, and he kept driving with the hood just up on the, the windshield. <laughs> it was really, it was actually pretty cool. Um, yeah. Did he get disqualified for that? So funny enough in the Riverside rules, um, they don't disqualify you for body panels or anything or doors or anything opening. Uh, what they do disqualify, what they did disqualify him for was putting his hand out the window. Like, you know, <laughs> but he wasn't winning anyway, but, yeah. uh, you know, it was, that was that technicality. I was like, oh, I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was still pretty weird hill to die on with that rule. Yeah. It's funny how, you know, a hood flying up is fine, but just putting your hand out the window isn't. <laughs> Which, yeah, I mean, they're still, they're still coming up with rules, like, all the time at every event. So that obviously can always change. Yeah. It was still a pretty cool lead run, not gonna lie, but... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, when's the next event you plan to drive? Um, I'm not sure. So, I think the next event I plan to drive is the 50K at Riverside. Um, which I thought would be cool, like the 10Ks were... But when I saw the everybody, all the people that are actually coming to the event, I was a little intimidated <laughs> by the list. Um, so right now, I have plans to put a cam in my car and and maybe also put nitrous with it as well to hopefully keep up a little bit with everybody else. Dude, regardless though even though even if it is an intimidating list you should still do it because even if your car is like slower or whatever that's just going to be more challenging for them but also like it's drifting so like, you never know what could happen you know like even if they're the best driver in the world they could fuck up Make or, mistake absolutely mm -hmm. yeah and that's kind of like i wouldn't say that's what helped me in previous events necessarily um but they're the the drivers that i went against were good but they had made like they maybe weren't as close or maybe something was a little different or or their car wasn't working right mm -hmm. um you know which allowed me to move on but then you know the next battle the driver was you know, a little better the car was a little better and then you know Especially with those, they do a top 32. Um, so I always got in a top 16, but for the 50K, they're doing a top 64. So I have a harder chance to get into the top 16, but we'll see. We'll see. Because I don't know the full list of people. I only know like a little bit of who's going. Um, 
So it could be, you know, just a complete mix of different drivers that are like really skilled and then, you know, kind of moderately skilled. I'm excited. I'm excited to see you go for that. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I do also plan to have like, I'm, I'm trying to um, do more uh, or, or be at more events with my booth uh, for my business, for my t-shirt business. And, um, so I'm going to be doing that probably more often than I'll be driving this year, just because of financial reasons, really, because <laughs> it's a little cheaper to just go to drive to an event than it is to, you know, uh, drive at the event. So how is your car set up right now? Like as it is, uh, so it is like as far as just what's going on with it and like yeah i wasn't sure um do you have an sr or yeah so i have a gm 3800 uh supercharged uh motor which came which is a v6 that came out of like the pontiac grand prix and bonnevilles and stuff yeah. which they yeah <laughs> which they swap a lot of those into fieros for drag racing but they don't really, and, and there's like a big market for it. There's a big like aftermarket parts, you know, ZZP is a big, you know, thing. And, um, but no one's really, you know, done it or put that motor in a car for drifting. So I think I'm the first one and have been for a little bit. I think someone else is trying to do that too, but. Um, but yeah, every time I go to an event or even just drive anywhere, people are like, what is that? Like, there's <laughs> like a blower sticking out of the hood and like, yeah, it's like, you know, it's a 3,800. Oh yeah. Out of the Grand Prix. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh wow. I've never seen that before. And I'm like, yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you have to do like a lot of modifications to get that to fit in the car or? Uh, a little bit. So, um, the, the engine itself is from a front wheel drive, um, and the transmission is from a Camaro. The Camaros came with the 3800s, but they didn't come supercharged. So I had to kind of like mix some parts. Um, but then the tricky part was the oil pan, uh, because it's front wheel drive, it's just a big like brick, you know, big box. Um, but that doesn't clear a 240 subframe, but in Australia, they have rear wheel drive cars with the 3,800 in it. And those are front sump. So I went on to Australian eBay and <laughs> ordered a, um, a Commodore, a Holden Commodore oil pan, uh, which bolts right up to the 3800 uh it's all the same motor and same parts so bolted right up there and that's how i made that work <laughs> and then the the drive shaft uh just comes out of the transmission it's a custom drive shaft to a stock 240 welded dip so yeah <laughs> that's really interesting that's so cool yeah it it was um i wanted to be different and I always wanted a supercharged motor and I felt like that was like the perfect fit because you could throw a stone and 
find a 3800 motor anywhere like in a junkyard you'd find like tens of them in there so <laughs> that's cool and how does it do like power wise as far as like for competition and stuff so i i i'm not sure how accurate this is because they're my injectors we found weren't sitting properly on the motor so i had a huge vacuum leak so i don't know what it made what it makes you know with it all together but um when it when i did get it dynoed it made 315 uh, horsepower and 195 torque um but i think i think it would probably have made a little bit more torque i mean because i have a smaller pulley on the supercharger so uh I don't know. I feel like those numbers are kind of low, but um, it it spins tires at like a thousand RPM. You know, like it's dumb how easy it is to to spin the tires. So um, something is going right about it. So <laughs> is that what you had when you came to the drift event? Was that the same motor? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It just wasn't running right then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we definitely want you to tell us about your brand, though. I saw Alexis wearing the leggings, and they are absolutely adorable. <laughs> yeah, it, seriously, I had so many people coming up to me and being like, oh, I love those leggings. Those are so cool. I've never had so many compliments on anything that I've worn to a drift event. That's so cool. Yeah, and see, that's what I like. That was kind of my inspiration for the brand because I felt like, you know, there's so many... There's so many brands and companies out there making t-shirts and stuff for guys. They make a lot of cool different shirts, but there's nothing like focused more towards women. And, you know, because more and more like exponentially, I see women in the cars and like even just getting onto TikTok recently and seeing so many girls on there. I'm like, I didn't even know, like I knew there were girls into cars but i didn't know there were this many like <laughs> and um so i just really wanted to make something that like people or that women enjoyed and that you know you could put on leggings or you can have on like a cute top or something like that um so that's what i'm like working towards is because i want to make something that people like and i enjoy when people enjoy them um so yeah <laughs> i just want to uh, I just like that kind of giving back to people, basically. Do you create, like, uh, all the designs yourself? So I actually, I I have a concept, uh, and then I go to an artist. Okay. Uh, actually, uh, on Fiverr, um, I have a couple artists that I selected, um, and I kind of I use them to create the designs. And, uh, and then when I get them back, usually they're pretty close to what I want. And then I kind of go in and make it my own or add some more detail that, you know, would have been like too much back and forth. Um, I would have, you know, and when I could just be like, I'll just add it or change the color or whatever myself. So okay. that's kind of my process. And then for those that don't, don't know, what is it called? 
Yeah, so it's called Halen Crate. H-A-L-Y-N. Um, not H-A-Y. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and the, the, the idea behind the name, I wanted... I wanted a word that meant unique, but I ended up somehow getting into names that meant unique, uh, which I felt kind of fit better. Um, and so Halen means like to, to be unique. Um, and I felt like, you know, because women in motorsports and cars and everything are, you know, that's unique. And so I wanted to go off of that. And then the crate part was just kind of like, like crate motor or like crate of, you know, car parts kind of thing, you know, but I don't know. I just felt like the two of those matched um, or like went together well. So, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I love the leggings. They're super comfy. Are you going to make um, more designs for those? Yeah. So I have those and... I have, I actually have these behind me. These are um, the ones I took uh, from my website. Oh, um, so these are, I don't know if you've seen the blood, sweat, tears design, but um, I put them into their own like legging design. So I kind of took the shirt and I took different elements of it and put it on the legging, you know, put the words down the leg um, and then, you know, put the main design, like, on the thigh on the side. It's almost like when you wear it, it's like you're wearing a tattoo, almost. It's kind of cool. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, I do plan to make more uh, leggings like that. Because, um, I don't know, I, did, I didn't, I feel like I was bad at it. Because I would, like, make designs. I'm like, oh, that's not a good design. And then, <laughs> and then I just started playing around with it more and more. And then it was like, oh, this is actually kind of cool and like fun <laughs> so yes i plan to do more of those that's why i'm so grateful we have kim because i'm not good at any sort of drawing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah i i went to school for graphic design and i still am not very good at graphic <laughs> design <laughs> well i'm okay i'm okay enough that i can like i have a little bit of an eye for it and I can, you know, take what people give me and modify it to make it, you know, more what I'm looking for. But, like, to go up to somebody or, or to think, I, you know, or to have an idea in my head of what I want to make and to actually make it, that's, there's just too much. There's just too much that I would have to do to, to make that happen. So... That's why I hire other people. <laughs> I was going to ask, do you have any places that you plan on for sure being this year? If people were to give, you know, a lookout, is there any events that you were planning on attending and possibly putting out? Yeah. So I was going to try to make it out to some drift indie uh, street league events. Um, I have to see how quickly I can get shirts, but um, I might try to do the Street League 6, Volume 6, which is coming up on May 7th, I think. Um, if, I don't know, we'll see. We'll see if I can get uh, things on time. But um, the event I definitely will be at 
um, will be the uh, the Riverside 50K July 8th through 10th. And I actually have someone helping me or going to be helping me at the booth there because I'll be driving. So I'll be like half doing both. Um, <laughs> and uh, I did that at an event once and it was, it was kind of chaotic because <laughs> I'd be yeah. like, you know, trying to work on my car and then someone would come up and look at the shirt and I'd be like, oh, I'll help you. Okay. Hang on. <laughs> It's uh, hard being even like the two of us and we switch off mostly. Um, yeah, but let's be real. East Coast Bash, we totally like abandoned our booth and had Manny and Darcy deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, we're driving. I don't remember. <laughs> it was hot that day. But yeah, right right now I'm, I'm actually kind of excited because I'm like buying a bunch of different stuff to go with the booth like I bought one of those uh, like metal uh like grid things where you like you know you can hang shirts on um I'm gonna get the uh pop-up tent cover that's like fully branded so you know I'm slowly working you know towards those things um and it's kind of like exciting it's like oh it's gonna look good now <laughs> um that's a fun thing about it too is like just kind of and I've, I've kind of learned this through like different jobs that I've worked um, but like you it's like a customer experience you know you want you know when you put out something like you want your brand to have like a thought or like feeling behind it when people hear your brand or whatever. Obviously my brand, you know, if you hear healing great, it's not like, Oh, I know what that is. <laughs> um, but it's just, it's, it's kind of fun to think of ideas of like, what is the brand going to be about? You know, what is, what's the feel of it? And, you know, so like, what are you going to have at the booth? How, what are you going to have on your website? What are the banners you're going to make? You know, what are your color schemes, your Facebook stories and posts and, uh, you know, Instagram stories and posts, you know, like what all that stuff, like it all has to coordinate, <laughs> um, which I'm slowly getting to, I think, I think I found somewhat of a direction, but, um, yeah, in the beginning, it was a little rocky because I was like, I don't know what to do. Do I do this? Do I do that? And I I don't know. You just have to do it and, like, figure it out and mess up. And, <laughs> yeah. We've done plenty <laughs> and then you'll get <laughs> No, I like it. I like everything that you're doing with your brand. I think it's really cool. I think the designs are awesome. I can't wait to see, like where that takes you, where you go, and what other project products and projects you do. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for it, too. Um, you know, I always thought about, like, opening my own store, but I'm like, I don't know, or <laughs> I don't know, or even, like, what would you call it, like, being invited into, like, a store, like, to, to sell my shirts at a store or something like that um like that would be mind-blowing i'm like i'm not there yet but <laughs> um that would be cool like you know down the road to to do something like that and 
Um, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. There's no reason why you can't. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be safe. <laughs> And um, for anyone um, that's wondering where they can find your brand, where they can find you, um, what are your social medias? Yeah. So um, everything is just uh, at Halen Create, H-A-L-Y-N-C-R-A-T-E. So HalenCreate.com, at HalenCreate on Instagram. Uh, and Facebook, uh, those are the only ones I have there. And then, you know, for me personally, uh, my um, Facebook and Instagram are artistic with a K drift. So, if you want to check out my car and driving, you can on there. And then my brand on the Hail and Crete stuff. So, and uh, we can uh, link all of those at the bottom too on our info for the episode, so people know where to go for it. Yeah, Alexis, when are we? When are we in Ohio? Hold, please. July, right? Hold, please. Hold, please. I, I want to say it's July. Me and my just can't remember the date or whatever. Uh, we are at July twenty third at Kilcare. Do you think you'll be around for our Drift Kitchen event in, uh, at Kilcare? Yeah, I was gonna try to be. <laughs> um, we'll see. I I'm really just trying to make it to the the one event. <laughs> That's as far as I can see right now. But yeah, yeah I do. Uh, I don't know if I'll be driving it, but I will definitely be there. Um, at least to like have a booth or something. Um, yeah. And thank you for helping instruct last time. Like that was, that was awesome. Yeah, for sure. I, I love that stuff. I love teaching people how to drift. Um, like I feel like recent, only recently I kind of, you know, went off into, you know, being more of a, an advanced driver, I would say, um, where I was like, I could tell like, oh, I need, you know, tire pressures increased and things like that. Like before in the, you know, beginning, I was like, ah, I just get whatever tires I can and I'll just drive and I would just adjust to it. But now as I've progressed through the years of, you know, you, you, you pay attention to those things a lot more. And, um, so, uh, yeah, I just, it's it's fun to kind of translate that to other people and be like, okay, these are the things you're going to feel and notice or, you know, or not. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> Jumping in with a beginner is probably one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I especially, what I like the most is, is driving other people's cars because... <laughs> While you can kind of instruct them and tell them, you know, what to do, uh, it, I don't know what they're dealing with to be able to help them drive their car because everybody has a very different car. Turbos drive different, uh, you know, turbo cars drive different, you know, E36 drives different than a 240 than it does a G35, you know, like. Uh, than a Miata, you know, <laughs> um, or a BRZ. So it uh, it's it's really 
I get excited when, you know, I'm able to do that because then I can be like, okay, you, you're having issues here, like, or your car is not self-steering for some reason. So, you know, you know, cause we would tell them, Hey, you need to like catch it or like try to, you know, turn the wheel and, you know, and then you find out their car isn't self-steering. So it's just staying there. Um, so or like their alignment's bad or, you know, their suspension went out or something like that. Mm-hmm. I so I don't know. Like, I love that stuff. <laughs> getting to drive other people's cars is fun too, especially learning, okay, what do I have to do to adjust to this car versus like my car? And like, I don't know, I love driving other people's cars. <laughs> it's so fun. Right. Yeah. And it's so cool to like know the difference between all the cars. Like um, when I, in many years ago, um, you know, I, I, I drove a stock KA240 single cam for many years. And one day my friend was like, Hey, drive my car. I was like a KHS 14, uh, KA. And, uh, I was like, okay. And I was like, this is the easiest car I've ever driven. And it like blew my mind. And, you know, I, I didn't really drive any other cars, you know, after that um really but it was i think it actually would help beginners too to drive different cars to like understand like oh wow okay this is very different or you know things like that but yeah i like the the dynamics and trying to adapt to that did you get to drive um jeremy's miata at the drift kitchen event in ohio did you try I that did. i did um and I remember saying that it was really weird. <laughs> it was like, it wasn't like anything I had ever drifted before. Um, and I'm trying to think of why. <laughs> it was like a rocket, it, or at least you felt like it was, I mean, it was probably really slow, but I just remember getting in it and it just felt like a go-kart and it just like, yeah, the thing set up, except for the e-brake, he had the thing set up very well. <laughs> Yeah, it was oddly very good. And yeah, I've driven a couple Miatas and that one was definitely one of the better ones I've driven. (laughs) I only have one other Miata to compare it to and it was a very scary, uh, (laughs) sketchy setup. So like Jeremy's was like a dream. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, every i've driven is not been very easy and every time someone comes to a clinic with one i'm like you're gonna be in second and you're gonna have to make very small figure eights <laughs> uh or first or i don't even remember but like it's like between gears like second isn't long enough so yeah i don't know <laughs> it's awkward yeah I love driving other people's cars. Yeah. <laughs> Best. I, I also love when, like, they'll watch you drive their car and then they get better because of it, too. Just out of sheer, like, oh, that's what you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I had that experience once where he was riding, or someone was riding along with me, and I was doing a figure eight and I was exaggerating how I was taking my hands off the wheel. I was like throwing my hands up, you know, like that. And, or like, 
you know, out. I guess I don't know if anyone could see that, but, <laughs> um, but just like throwing my hands up as when I was letting go because his timing was off. Um, and so doing that and exaggerating it allowed him to be like, oh, that's when you do it. Okay. Uh, allows people like to see uh, a little bit better. So. And I like coming up with different ways to like, like that to teach people because I was in that position once and I wish I would have been able to see it a certain way. Um, and so I think of that and I'm like, okay, I have to show it like this. So they, because I know how, what they're going through and how I need to show it to them. Whitmore's Weekly Wisdom. Oh, okay. My Whitmore Weekly Wisdom this week is to not let negative people bring you down with them. I like that. I like that. See? Don't let them, don't let them kill your vibe. Mm-hmm. Never. Mm-hmm. Yeah, surround <laughs> yourself with people that bring you up, not down. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, I feel like environment is everything. And like, yes. you just You're a product be- of it. Yeah, or you become a product of it. You can, like, go into somewhere and, like, just be around a lot of negative people. And then, like, you were in a good mood. Mm-hmm. Ah, man. Thank you for coming on, talking to us. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. (laughs) And thanks for sending me the leggings. I thought those were great. And so did everybody else at the track. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I will hopefully have some leggings uh, for sale at the events. So I'm not uh, sure how many I'll bring. I don't know how popular they'll be more than the shirts. I don't know. (laughs) It's so hard to like figure out how much to buy for an event. Um, But I will definitely have some there. (laughs) Are you going to do any of the FDs? Um, probably not, um, cause I don't know, well, first I don't know how much it's going to be to be, to have a booth there. I thought about doing a uh, grid life. Um, but again, I, I don't know. It's more of a financial issue right now than anything else. Um, so I'm just kind of. I'll just get my like feet wet with going to as many small events as I can. And then eventually I'll move up to, you know, grid life and FD and stuff like that. So cool. stay tuned for all of her cool stuff. Yeah, for sure. I will. I love creating this stuff, so I will always make more. And if you have any suggestions or like, you know, you're like, Oh, those would be cool as leggings or, Oh, I have this idea, you know, like, just message me and, you know, I'll try to make it happen because I love making what you guys love. So <laughs> I got to get the blood, sweat, tears ones next. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. Thank you. And I hope you have a good night. All right. Thanks. You too. Bye. 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 Guys. Thank you guys again for tuning in and listening to us ramble definitely check out the next episode appreciate all your support 
Don't forget to follow Drift Kitchen on Instagram and to check out their Big Cartel site and pick up some merch. Thanks again, guys.